When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today we got a story of an entitled kid who kind of like breaks down but gets absolutely roasted, and it's it's pretty it's pretty great. So sit back, relax, uh, you know, grab something to drink, grab something to eat, and uh, yeah, let's get right into it. So the subscriber who sent in today's story, and you can send in stories to my Instagram in the description. Uh, the subscriber who sent in today's story, we're gonna call him Ryan, right? We're gonna call this guy Ryan. And we're also going to call the spoiled kid who you guys will be introduced to in just a second. We're going to call him Austin. And uh, these were not names suggested, which I do use suggested names. These are just the names of the other two big storytime channels I happen to watch, which uh, Austin being Luna and Ryan being Scrubby. So just a little a little minor shout out to both of those guys. I take a lot of inspiration. I've been watching at least Luna since I was in like, since like 2017, dude. Anyways, right, so let me set the scene. Let me paint the picture for you guys. Oh, yeah. No, but anyways, right, summertime, and, you know, Ryan's, you know, he's excited, man. He's out of school, and, you know, he's going to see all of his new friends, and, you know, he's, it's a typical summer. Like, you know, they'll go chill, I don't know, hike, bike ride, I don't know, go to the beach. I don't think they're near a beach, but go out, get some ice cream, go see some movies. Like, I just generally have a pretty good time, you know what I mean? So it's summertime, everyone's pretty excited. And also, there's a new kid who moved in, like, a couple weeks ago, and Ryan's mom, you know, one day when Ryan came downstairs, you know, she's like, hey, Ryan, like, there's this new kid, I think his name's Austin, I don't really know, like, he's new here, it would be really cool if you and your friends, like, invited him out to whatever you're doing tonight, and at first Ryan's like, mom, like, don't, and she's like, hey, you know, like, I'm sure that if you moved in somewhere new, you'd want, like, people to invite you to do something, because uh, he probably doesn't have any friends, because he's new here, and, you know, Ryan was first was like, oh, come on, man, but then, you know, she's like, okay, you know what, Fair enough. Maybe this will be a cool kid, you know, maybe we'll like him. Or maybe he'll be actually insane, but we'll get to that in a second. So when it was right, you know, Ryan you know, calls up his friends, is like, hey, like, there's a new kid named Austin. Uh, my mom wants him to, like us to invite him to whatever we're doing. Is that chill with you guys? And they're like, Yeah, sure, whatever. So Ryan's mom gives uh, uh no, yeah, so Ryan's mom gives Ryan Austin's number, and Austin sends him a text saying, Hey, my name's Ryan. I uh, heard you're new to the neighborhood. You know, I was wondering if you wanted to go out to the movies with my friends and I tonight. It'll be, we're seeing insert name of movie, right, that was popular. We'll be going at 7. Uh, it's only like a 15-minute drive. So have, like, your mom drop you off at, like, 6, 6.45 at my house. And he gives his address if you'd like to come. And so Ryan sends that text, and part of him is like, you know what, I kind of don't want Austin to respond, bro, because, like, I don't know, like, it's always good to be, like, inclusive and nice to the new person who moves in or the new person to your school, but, bro, I'm such a, look, I'm a man who likes his routine, anything new is scary, (laughs) no, no, but it's always good, but, you know, I can understand, like, bro's just trying to chill with his friends, but fair enough. Anyways, right, after a couple hours, Austin does respond to Ryan, and he's like, hey, that sounds cool, like, thanks for inviting me out, like, I'll definitely be there so ryan's like all right well we'll see how this kid is right so anyways 
all of Ryan's friends get to, you know, Ryan's house at, like, probably, like, 6, 6.15 just to chill with them for a little bit. And, you know, Ryan's mom's going to take them out to the movies at 6.45. And they're waiting there. And, you know, at around 6.43, 6.44, you know, this car pulls up into the parking lot. They all notice it's a, it's a very nice car. Like, you know, Ryan lives in a decently, like, it's, like, pretty standard middle-class, like, blue cloth. I can't speak, dude. Blue-collar neighborhood. Like, it's kind of just like everyone's doing all right, but no one's got anything too crazy. But, uh, yeah, this kid's car was, like, one of those, like, really nice Mercedes cars. Like, one of those, like, really, really nice ones. I don't think it was, like, the $300,000 one. But it was at least, like, 50 k or up for a car, which is kind of crazy. And they were all like, oh, oh, like, oh, shoot, okay. Like, that's interesting. I didn't, you know, like, okay. Nice car, whatever. And, you know, at first Ryan was a little bit like, oh, I wonder if this kid's going to suck. But then he, like, kind of caught himself. He's like, hey, man, like, this kid could be really cool. Like, I got other friends that their parents are doing pretty well. You know, they're cool. Like, no reason to think off the bat this kid's going to be insane. Uh, Ryan should have distrusted his gut here. I think I've said this, like, so many times on the channel. But, look, you know, we've evolved for thousands of years. And this whole, like, instinct thing that we have, this has also evolved with us for thousands of years. Yet, we can't always rationalize it, but there's been so many times where I've just had, like, the instincts to do something, and I haven't been able to justify it, but I do it, and it makes sense. It works out. Anyways, right, so Austin gets out of the car, you know, Austin's mom, like, kind of, like, rolls down her window because like you know ryan and his friends come out as well as ryan's mom because ryan's mom wants to go meet austin's mom and austin's mom is like in this like really like fancy outfit or whatever and she's got these like designer shades on but she seems pretty nice she's like oh thank you so much like for in having your son invite you know austin now like he's new and you know he was worried about like not being able to find anyone to hang out with and this is just such a blessing thank you guys so much just you know standard stuff like that or whatever so austin like he walks out and he goes up to the guys he's like hey guys my name's austin nice to meet you and at first ryan was like oh this this kid seems fine like he seems chill enough he's cool enough like whatever and uh austin's like yeah are you excited to see x movie or whatever and you know austin's like yeah actually i've been wanting to see it for you know, i've been excited for its release and i've been trying to find a time to see it so it worked out really well and you know they're all excited and everything at this moment is pretty normal life is good Anyways, right, so when they get to the movie theater, you know, they go in line and they kind of, like, they're they're ready to, like, get some food or whatever. And, uh, you know, they're in line and they're looking at the options. And, you know, Austin says, hey, thank you guys so much for taking me out. This one, this one can be on me. They're all like, oh, like, you know, you don't have to do that. He says, no, 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 let, let, let me do that. Like, he, he's starting to get a little bit defensive. Like, no, guys, I got it. I got you. And they're all like, oh, okay. So what he does is he pulls out this, like, this black American Express card. And if you don't know, right, that is, like, the hardest card to get. Like, you need to have at least, like, you need to be trading, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of, like, expenses on that card to even be, like, for them to reach out to you. So everyone, like... No one really recognized the card, but Ryan knew at least that, like, the Black Centurion card was, like, a really big deal. He's like, oh, like, oh, shoot, like, okay, like, damn, that's that's kind of crazy, right? And then, you know, Ryan go or Austin goes up. He's like, yeah, I would like to get, and there were six kids with them, six large popcorns. And they're all like, hey, like, hey. Like, normally they're, like, sharing a large popcorn between the six of them. They're like, oh, okay, because I don't know. They probably had, like, 20 bucks from Lowen Mons or something. Um Lowing lawns, bro. I just said that. Mowing lawns. I actually think I'm... <laughs> Dude, I think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> what the fuck? What? So anyways, right, everyone is, like, kind of, like, boying up. They're, like, boying out. But... Ah! 
dude, I don't know what's wrong with you. Everyone's like boying him up and be like, hey, like appreciate it. Like, yeah, like kind of like this is my new guy, right? And, you know, you know, Austin's like feeling good. He's smiling. He's talking to all of them, right? So they get into the movie theater and they all sit down. Anyways, right, this is when things start to go downhill. At this point, Ryan had kind of like opened up to Austin. He's like, hey, you know what? This kid's cool. Like, whatever. And, you know, they're sitting down and, you know, there's some people in front of them. And the people in front of them, it's like, you know, a big family, and they're, like, kind of loud and kind of, like, it, is, it wasn't, like, the greatest environment. But Austin makes this comment where he's like, oh, I hate it when there's so many, so many poor people in here. <laughs> and at this point, everyone's like, hey, yo, like, oh, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. This kid was cool a second ago. And they're all like, no one really says anything at first. They're like, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, at this point, like, I was, uh, I was about to call him Scrubby. <laughs> no, it's not Scrubby. Ryan, right? So Ryan in his head is like, I knew it. I, I, I freaking knew it, dude. Like, I knew it. This kid's the worst. And they're all just sitting there like, okay, maybe that was just like a joke. Maybe it was like satire. Maybe it was like a funny meme that no one was actually thought was funny, but he thought was funny. Uh, and, you know, the movie goes on. And then when the kid starts crying in front of them, it's like a pretty big family or whatever. And like when the kid's crying, so the mom goes over. And at this point, like, you know, you know, uh, Ryan looks over at Austin and Austin is like starting to get really annoyed. And, you know, Austin, he's, like, getting mad, angrier and angrier and, and, and angrier, and everyone's just like, oh, no, like, oh, no. Like, Ryan and his friends were kind of looking around because, like, they saw, like, his face was, like, starting to all, like, scrunch up. And he, like, he gets up, he leans down, and he, like, looks at the mother and says, I'll pay you guys $1,000 each to F off. And at this point, Ryan's like, bro, Ooh, that's not cool, dude. You can't just go up to someone and say, I'll pay you $1,000 to get... I mean, you could, and, like, if I'm being honest, if I was that family, I would accept. Speaking of spoiled, today's special word is spoiled, so if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled down below. I'll be trying to heart as many of those comments as I can. And also, if you really do want to heart, you have to say spoiled, because I've, I've been getting a lot of comments recently, which is awesome, and I really do appreciate you guys doing that. But because I've gotten so many comments, I've been filtering comments by, like, looking for the specific word and just hearting those ones. So make sure comments spoiled. I also can't heart every single one because there's a lot of comments, but I'll do my best. Also, special awesome deal from me. Uh, I'm a super feeling super generous today. Leave a like on the video right now and you will actually receive nothing. I know, it's kind of crazy. And also, we've gotten like 10,000 new subscribers in the last week, which is absolutely crazy, especially, you know, the channel was not doing so hot not so long ago. So if you guys are new or old or anything, I'm going to be posting at least one or two times every single day from here on out. So make sure to turn on those, turn on those notifications and uh, maybe I can be a part of your daily routine. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. Anyways, back to the story because this is where things get pretty crazy. Anyways, right, at this point, you know, Ryan and his friends let the comment of, like, oh, so, like, it sucks we have to be weird near poor people. Like, that was super out of pocket. But they let that slide, dude. They thought it was just a joke that they didn't understand. Maybe they don't get this kid's humor. But this comment, right, this was, like, way too much, right? You can't go up to someone. I mean, you can do what you want, bro. But, like, it's definitely, like, not cool to, like, try and, like, buy someone. I'll be like, you know, you're so gross or whatever. Get out of here. I'll pay you money or something. So at this point, Ryan's like, hey, bro, like, that's not cool. You can't be doing that. 
And then, like, this is when this is when Austin, like, turns around, and the once friendly look in his eyes is completely gone. And he's like, what did you say? And at this point, you know, Ryan was, he stepped back for a second. He's like, whoa. Like, he kind of expected, like, Austin to be like, oh, yeah, whatever, bro. But he was like, Austin was like, what did you say? And the rest of Ryan's friends kind of, like, get, you know, behind Ryan. Not, like, cowardly, like, crouching behind Ryan out of fear, but kind of, like, standing with him, like, kind of in line, like, kind of in his, like, support or whatever. At this point, right, Austin... And he completely loses it. He goes off. He's like, I could buy you, kid. And I could buy you. And I could buy your crappy house. I could probably buy your entire town. You know, the right, you know, this movie theater? You see it right here? I could probably buy this. I could probably buy the rights to the movie right now. I could probably buy the family in front of me. In fact, they're probably going to leave because I'll pay them off. I can do whatever I want. And no one's going to tell me otherwise. Get it? At this point... Ryan's jaws is like dehinged. It's just, it just mouth open, like, what? Yeah, so let me just say that the rest of that movie was incredibly awkward. <laughs> like, they were all just sitting there and they just don't say anything. And, you know, uh, they're just like, oh my God, this kid's insane. So, yeah, eventually the movie ends and, you know, Austin and Ryan and all the friends, they walk out. And Austin's like talking with them like nothing happened. Talking with them like literally nothing had just transpired. Like that he didn't just do any of the things he did. And, you know, Ryan and his friends are kind of like, they're, you know, they're keeping conversation just so it doesn't get so incredibly awkward, right? But, you know, yeah, eventually Ryan's mom comes and picks them up and, you know, drops them off of the house. And then Austin mom, Austin's mom comes and picks Austin up. And it's like, oh, thank you so much for taking Austin out. I'm sure he'd love to hang out with you guys more. Please make sure to keep him involved in the loop or whatever. And in Ryan's mom, in Ryan's mind, he's just like, nah, <laughs> that's just not happening, bro. Unlucky. So when he, anyways, right, when everyone gets picked up and everything, you know, Ryan's mom's like, oh, how's Austin? And Ryan just looks at his mom with this look, and she knew that she was about to be in for a story. So then Ryan goes ahead and tells her the story that I basically just told you guys. And by the end of it, Ryan's mom's jaw was also just like down. It just it was unhinged. She was just like, "What?" <laughs> so yeah, you know, Ryan's mom is like, "Yeah, okay, you know what? You don't have to actually invite him out to anything. That is totally fine." And for the rest of the summer, Ryan did not invite him out, and he also never saw him. They kind of think that you know this guy Austin just you know, stayed in his house and, like, I don't know. I don't even know what he did, but just never left the house. Ryan did also add that, thankfully, Austin did not go to his school because Austin went to some, you know, you know, private education school that was nearby because he would have had probably a lot more stories, quote-unquote, and probably would have been more, would have been forced to be his friend if, you know, he actually ended up being at the school. So it all worked out at the end of the day. Today I got a story time for you guys about this entitled kid who had a pretty crazy meltdown and you guys seem to love these videos and honestly I think this one might be the best one yet. I know that's a pretty big that's a pretty big thing to say since we've had some pretty popular hits but this one is this one might be my favorite. Anyways, sit back, relax, grab something to drink, grab something to eat and enjoy. So we're going to call the subscriber who sent in today's story. We're going to call him Jake. And by the way, send in stories to my Instagram. You can be featured on the channel. And also I'm choosing these names from the comments. So comment names you want me to feature. It can even be your own name, yada, yada. Anyways, right. 
Jake, the subscriber, sent in this story about this time. About this time that, you know, he and his parents went to an amusement park or a carnival-type place, you know, where it had a bunch of rides, kind of like a fair-type thing, but bigger. I don't know exactly what to categorize it as, but it's kind of like one of those type events. And uh, this was like a thing that, like, the, this, like, event fair came every single year, and it was a thing that, you know, you know uh, Jake and his family always love to do every single summer. And, uh, yeah, at this fair, you're going to see a pretty crazy encounter that is my favorite. I think it is legitimately my favorite. Anyways, right, so, you know, it's that time of the year where the carnival, if I call it a fair or a carnival or a festival or whatever, it's all kind of the same thing. It's like an amusement park that comes into town. Uh, so, you know, the carnival comes, you know, once a year, and once again, it's that time of year. It comes in July, and it's, like, always, like, a fun event for everyone in, like, the town and the neighboring towns and neighborhoods to go out to because it's kind of, like, it, it's a pretty cool pop-up event. They got a lot of cool rides. They got a lot of cool, like, food and activities and stuff, and it only is there for a week before before they pack up, which is part of, like, the allure. They go from, like, city to city or whatever. Anyways, right, uh, so, you know, Jake, you know, Jake and his parents, they're driving down, and it's pretty exciting, and they're talking to each other about all the rides they want to hit, because, you know, it's kind of, like, same rides every single year. So they get down there, right, and they go, you know, they go to the main, and, uh, they go to kind of, like, the main place where you buy the tickets, and this is where the first encounter, not the last encounter, let me just let you know, this is not the last encounter, but this is the first encounter with this kid, and we're gonna call this kid, we're gonna call him Jordan. This was also a name that was given to me in the comments, so comment names. Anyways, we're gonna call this kid Jordan. Anyways, right, so Jake and his parents, they're standing in line to get tickets. And, you know, there's only one line, and the line is pretty long because, you know, it's a pretty popular event. And, you know, you know, I mean, Jordan and his parents kind of are aware of this because, you know, every year the line is really long. It probably is going to take like 10, 20, 25 plus minutes just to get their tickets. But it's just part of the process. It's just part of like the experience. And since they've been there so many times in the past, they just know it's coming. But anyways, right, there's no, like, special VIP priority line. There's no line that you can pay extra in and be able to scoot ahead faster. Let me just say that those lines are so fun. Like, I feel like such a jerk getting in those and, like, walking by everyone else. But, like, hey, man, if it's only, like, 10 bucks, like... Uh, time value of money, bro. But anyways, right. You know, there's no, like, VIP line. There's no line that can get you, into, like, in there faster. Every single person is going to pay the same amount for the ticket, and every single person is going to wait the same amount of time to stand in line. But anyways, right, you know, Jake and his family are, you know, you know they're there. Uh, you know, they're just, like, standing in line, and they're standing behind this new family that they've never seen before. They must be new to the neighborhood, or they maybe are out of state or out of town, whatever, coming in into the festival because I don't know they've been suggested it and here's the thing we never get a name for this kid or you know Jordan or J Jake not Jordan Jake told me that he didn't know this kid's name which is totally fine because I don't ever use the real names anyways so we're gonna call this kid Jordan so Jordan and his family you know Jake's family don't recognize and they're standing in front of Jake's family and right away Jordan is like mom mom do I have to wait with all these people and you know Jake and his head's just like what Bro, what do you mean by these people, bro? You're one of these people now. He's like, Mom, can you just pay the money so we can go in there faster? And at this point, Jake's just kind of like, you know, he's kind of laughing to himself a little bit. He's like, bro, this kid, bro, this kid, crazy, could never be me. 
And, uh, you know, this is kind of, this is the beginning. This is your taste of an introduction to this kid, Jordan, because it's not the largest fair ever. Uh, there's a pretty big line and there's a lot of people there. But, uh, you know, Jake, he does run into Jordan a few more times and it just escalates every single time. This is just a little taste. Jordan doesn't want to be in the line. He wants his mom to pay for him to be in a faster line. But this is nothing compared to what's coming. Anyways, right, so, you know, Jake and his family and Jordan and his family, they wait in the line. There's no special fancy line they can go into to kind of jumpstart the process. Anyways, they're waiting in the line and eventually they get in. Because believe it or not, if you just wait, you'll get in in a line. Wow, crazy concept, I know. Anyways, right, so they kind of go their separate ways. And it's actually a little while before Jake and his family end up seeing Jordan's family again. So, you know, Jake and his family, they go on some of the rides that they want to go to. They stop at a food place they want to go to. They stop at all, like, a, a bunch of places on their list that they want to go to. And the next place that they want to go to is kind of like this pretty big ride where it's like, it's pretty cool. It's like a pretty big drop and it's like kind of, it's not the main attraction. There's a lot of reasons to come to this place, but it's probably one of the more popular attractions and therefore we'll also probably have one of the bigger lines. And what do you know, right? When Jake and his family, they get into line, instead of being, you know, behind Jordan and his family, they're the ones in front now, and Jordan and his family are behind Jake and his family. And at first, Jake didn't totally, like, think that much about it, but he did, like, look back and see who was coming, standing behind them, and he did recognize this kid, Jordan, just because he thought the comment of, like, Mom, why can't you buy me into a faster line was kind of funny. So we just kind of, like, remembered it. But, you know, he didn't really think that much of this kid until, you know, this kid started going off again. Anyways, so Jake is standing in line with his parents, and he hears once again Jordan whining behind him. Instead of being like, Mom, can't we, can't we like, pay to be in a faster line? Jordan's like, Mom, do I really have to wait in a line with all these smelly people? <laughs> and, and Jordan's, or Jake is just thinking to himself, bro. You're not looking too clean yourself. If you're calling me smelly, like if you're calling me smelly of all people, I showered. I, I didn't dress up for this. I'm not in like, you know, you know, black tie attire or anything. But, you know, I, I'm looking decent. I'm smelling fine. Why did you just call me and everyone else like smelly people, bro? Like if anything, like you're looking a little dirty today. You're looking a little scuffed right now. If anything, bro, like just just keeping it straight with you right now. But anyways, right, Jordan keeps going on like, man, I wish they had a, I wish they had like, you know, mom, mom, you know, like the height requirements. And the mom's like, yes, sweetie. And Jordan goes, I wish they had like a, you know, how expensive your shoes requirements so that like all the dirty people. And at this point, Jordan, Jake's just like, hey, yo, what the fuck? What, hey, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> like, hey, this kid is out of pocket, bro. Like, that's crazy. And, 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 you know, this kid Jordan is like, and, and then there'd be like, a, if your shoes are this expensive or not, you can ride only so that I don't have to be around as many people that are less clean than us. And at this point, right, you know, Jake was just like, what the fuck? Like, oh, whoa, this kid, bro, this kid. And, you know, it credit to Jordan's mom. I mean, zero credit for raising your son like this, because at the end of the day, these kids weren't that old. Like, I don't know exactly the ages, but I'm going to guess like 11, 12, 13. So a lot of like their actions at the end of the day are on the parents. But a little credit to the mom for being like, hey, like, Jordan, you can't be saying that like that. That's rude to the other people. 
And of course, she didn't like reprimand him anything beyond that. She wasn't like, oh, you're not allowed to go on this line or this ride or anything. She just said, hey, don't say that. That that that's. I mean, okay, to be fair, that punishment wasn't that good. But at least she wasn't like agreeing with him. So at this point, right, Jake is looking back at his family and like his his mom and dad are looking at him with like, because you know. This kid Jordan is very loud, and he's right behind them. So obviously Jake and his parents just, like, look at each other like, Hey, yo, like, what is that? <laughs> like, what what, what did we stumble upon? Like, oh, my God. And, and you know, and, and Jake's dad just starts, like, laughing a little bit, looking at him, like, just because it's just so ridiculous, right? It's just so ridiculous. And you thought the ridiculousness ended there. You are sadly, sadly mistaken. Speaking of carnivals, uh, today's secret word is carnival, so comment carnival if you made it this far into the video. I just like to see how many people made it this far, and I'll do my best to heart a bunch of comments that say carnival, and no guarantees because I'm trying to, have a, trying to have a life and also not fail school, you know, do a pretty good job, a bit of a hardo. But anyways, right, also, just so you know, today, today's your lucky day. Because for every single person who leaves a like on today's video, they will receive absolutely nothing, which is a fantastic deal. And if you're feeling extra, extra cool uh, while you're down there leaving a like, also turn on notifs, notification, that lovely notification bell, because uh, YouTube's very nice to me right now, but uh, sometimes they're not. So if you want to always make sure you see my videos, make sure notifications are turned on. With that being said, back to the kid who's about to do something pretty crazy. Anyways, the final scene, the final meltdown, the most epic part of this whole story. The whole story so far has been pretty good. It's been a top spoiled kid story so far. But this final scene cements it, in my opinion, as like the spoiled kid story on the channel. You guys can disagree with me. I think this one's pretty good, though. But anyways, the final scene is in the gift shop. Yes, every place, every carnival, every store, everything needs a gift shop, man. I mean, you got you got you got to commoditize the commodity at this point. You got to squeeze, you got to milk all the money out of it. It just it is what it is. And you can get some cool knickknacks. Like it's it, it's win-win here. But anyways, right? Um so, you know, once again, Jake, you know, and his family have been going around and then they find themselves in the, you know, in the gift shop and then, you know, once again, I said the once again prematurely, but once again, Jordan and his family are already in there. So, you know, Jake and his family are just like, they're not going to, like, stalk these people. First of all, they don't even like this this kid that much, and they probably don't like the parents for even allowing this behavior to occur. Like, sure, Jordan's mom was like, Jordan, don't say that, but come on, dude. That's like, that's not even a slap on a wrist. That's like less than I, don't, I can't think of i don't know a feather on a wrist bro like that is that's even less anyways right so jake and his family they're in the you know they're in the gift shop they're looking around and you know they're kind of just there to check it out maybe they'll get one thing maybe right whatever but they could just like might as well just go in there to look at like the fun things and just like have a good time at the end of the day you know since jake is a normal kid he doesn't really care. It doesn't really matter. But they happen to get kind of like close enough in the store to overhear Jordan and his parents in the gift shop. So Jake look, turns around and he sees that, you know, Jordan is holding like a bag full of all these items. And they're not like small little collectible things you might get by the cash register. I mean, these are big, like these are really big things. I don't know exactly what they are. I don't know if the fair had a theme or something and if these things follow the theme. But this was like a hefty sum of money. This would probably be like half a band worth of stuff. Like that's just the assumption right here. And Jordan is like, hey mom, like uh, I'm ready to like check out. And the mom takes one look at this bag 
And it's like, hey, Jordan, like, I don't think we should be spending that much money in the gift shop here. And Jordan is like, what do you mean? Like, we can definitely afford it. Like, are, are we going broke? And Jordan's mom's like, no, but I just don't think this is a good way to spend our money, right? You know, it's not the fact that we couldn't buy this. It's just I don't think this is a good way to do it. Totally valid, right? Totally valid claim. And then this kid, Jordan, just like snaps for some reason. He's like, if you don't get me this stuff, that means you don't love me because I know you can and I know you're choosing not to because you don't want to see me happy. And he's like, he's on the verge of tears. In fact, he's choking up a little bit at this point. And Jake is completely thrown off guard because he, 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 he does a 180 so quickly, dude. Like, he wasn't like... You know, he was, like, pretty common, like, he was, like, you know, common collected when he asked for this stuff. And within, like, 30 seconds after getting an explanation, he's basically just, like, bawling and calling his parents awful people because they wouldn't buy him the, you know, the, the big bag of, like, $500 worth of gift store stuff that he wanted. And then he starts going around what he does is he tries to guilt trip his parents because his parents haven't even responded yet. But what he does is he goes up to a random guy and says, goes up to them is like... My parents, they don't love me. And at this point, Jake is just like, what the fuck? Is this kid insane? Is this kid okay? Is this acceptable behavior? Like, do do his parents, like, allow this? Is this, like, a one-time offense? Like, oh, my God. And Jake and his parents watch as probably the worst thing possible happens. And you might be thinking, oh my god, like, did a meteor come out of the sky and blow them all to bits? No, 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 even worse, even worse. You know what happened? The parents give in. Oh, it's awful, dude, it's awful. The parents are like, oh, sweetie, we do love you. You know what, on second thought, we'll buy you the gift bag. And, you know, Jake and his, like, especially Jake's dad is just, like, standing there with his, like, hands on top of his head, like, no, you know, almost like, you know, dads when they watch, like, their son's football game and, like, there's a bad pass and they all, like, put their hands on top of their heads and make this face. That's the face he was making because, like, the parents just probably made one of the worst passes in the history of football. I mean, parenting. And Jake and his family watch in horror as, you know, Jordan and his parents go to the checkout line and Jordan's parents buy Jordan everything he wanted, and they left the store. And Jake and his parents had quite a conversation on their car ride back, just reflecting on how not to be a parent, and, uh, you know, when Jake, you know, because he wanted kids, what he was not going to do. Basically, whatever those parents just did. Today we have a story time about probably the most spoiled brat of all time that has basically a massive breakdown and uh, actually threatens to uh, buy a kid and have his dad sue him and attack it. It was it was pretty crazy. So yeah, sit back, relax, grab a you know a, I don't know a thing of popcorn, cup of coffee, and uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. We're gonna call the subscriber. We're gonna call this guy Tom, right? So anyways, Tom and all of his friends, you know, it, it it's summertime. It's summer vacation, man. I know I'm posting this in January, so it's a little bit far away from that. So I apologize for reminding you of something that's pretty cool that's pretty far away. But anyways, right, so Tom and all of his friends, 
you know, they're excited for summer vacation. It, it's just started. And every summer they had this kind of annual thing that they would do. And it's kind of like the big hype thing that everyone would do. It, it, it was a massive like tag event tournament type thing where every kid in the neighborhood or at least most of them, you know, the ones that they were at least friends with or friendly with, they would all come together. They'd all play. And it was always like a really fun time. And like the winner got something special or wouldn't have to like pay for ice cream or something when they all went out. So it was a pretty cool deal, right? Pretty cool deal. And uh, anyways, right, so the event happens. It's time. It is time for the, you know, the whole official tag thing. And let me introduce another kid into the whole thing. Uh, Let's call this kid Ben. And Ben, Ben's dad kind of ran the town in a sense. Ben's dad, like, owned the ice cream shop. He didn't work at it, but he owned the ice cream shop. He owned, like, the movie theater. He had, like, steaks and different things or whatever, right? And uh, Ben definitely knew about this, and he definitely kind of acted as if this was the case. Like, this guy, Ben, would legitimately, you know, he would be, like, he he never, like, he never had, like, a crazy breakdown like he did in today's story and actually went full mask off. But, like, he would kind of act as if, you you know, he knew his dad basically owned and ran the town, right? So anyways, right, so over the it's finally the big tag tournament or whatever and you know tom's a pretty fast kid tom knows tom's pretty athletic he know he's he knows he's gonna be at least pretty good at this right so anyways right so tom he's going about he's going around he's going about this and the game starts and tom is you know he's somehow he's he's tagged as it right basically there's one kid who is like designated as it the kid who won last year which tom actually won last year which he thought was pretty sweet he didn't have to pay for like ice cream or movies or stuff uh, he was designated as the first it person, and the way the game worked was like it was like the zombie version of tag. So like, as more people got tagged, they would also become it as well, and so it got subsequently harder and harder and harder to actually win. And uh, you know they would play for I think like an hour or something per day, and they would just like cap it at cap it off at an hour per day, then come back the next day and you know play another round or whatever until there was only one person left. And there was a ton of kids, and they could basically go anywhere. It, it was it was a really fun event. So anyways, Tom starts off as the one who's it because he won last time. And Tom's a really fast kid. So within no time, like, there's already two, three, four people that get tagged, four, you know, people that are out. And uh, Ben, who's kind of like the, you know, the entitled kid, right? He's not the fastest man on planet Earth. He's not, like, the most speedy guy ever. So basically, right, Ben, you know, he's, you know, he's running around. He's hiding. It's also hiding as a decent strategy, especially especially as more and more people become it. It kind of, at some point, it's like you just can't outrun 50 people, especially if they're coming in all different directions. So, you know, Ben finds this hiding spot and it's like behind this bush in this, in this house. However, the thing was, this was a very classic hiding spot. And the thing about hiding spots, right, is if they're classic or if they're well-known, that's a very bad sign because that means everyone knows about it. So you don't want to be in a classic hiding spot, bro. Like, that that's that's pretty bad if anything right you know you want to find a new hiding spot that no one has ever done because remember this event has gone on for many years uh so anyways right ben you know what he does is he's going around he got some people he's taking down very easy obvious targets because he's pretty fast and now he's like okay let me just check hiding spots let me just go through the standard hiding spots so he goes to one house which is like behind that house is a classic place he checks inside a tree house which was a classic place before and then he goes to this house and he goes into the he looks behind the bushes where you know ben was obviously hiding because it was like a very classic hiding spot and it actually won a kid the whole event like a couple years back so anyways right you know he goes there he sees ben and he starts to like go towards him and ben starts running away because ben's like oh shoot like he found me and ben is not the fastest man ever and tom is pretty fast so you know tom is actually you know 
with like two other people that were also it because he also tagged them and when tom went up and like tagged ben or whatever right ben basically said just kept running and tom's like hey man i got you and ben like stops for a second says you didn't get me like that, that you didn't get me man like no you didn't and the two other kids were like bro like bro ben it was so clear it was so like it was so blatant that he got you like don't don't even don't even try with that. And Ben starts getting mad, right? He's like, "No, you you're cheating. You're cheating." And he's like, yeah. and then he starts getting angrier and angrier. And Tom's like, "Dude, like I obviously got you. Like you're wasted. Like there's only like 30 minutes left of this round. Like come with us. Like you're it. Help us tag people." And Ben's like, he starts to tear up a little bit. He's like, "No, dude. You didn't get me, man. You didn't get me." At this point, you know, Ben's like, or Tom's like, "Oh my god. Like, oh my god. Like, chill out, bro. Chill out. It's not. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. Like, bro. First of all, like, in his head, he was like, "Dude, why do you even want like the free ice cream or whatever? Like, dude, you can obviously pay for it." He basically had like an unlimited credit card or whatever. He's like, "Dude, why? Why do you even want that, man? Like, you're not gonna benefit anything from that." And Ben's like, "Dude, it's not fair. You didn't get me. You didn't get me, man." He's like, "You don't know what I can do." you don't know what I'm capable of. And here's the thing, Ben had never really had a massive breakdown like this, being super angry or whatever, so everyone kind of knew him as kind of like the entitled kid, like the spoiled kid, but they didn't like, he never like went like full mask off. He never went crazy on them, right? And then he starts like, he's like, you know, you, you know my dad runs the town. You, you don't want to mess with me. And, and at this point, like, Tom's like, dude, come on, we're wasting time. He's like, you don't understand. Like, I could buy the school. I could, I, I, my dad, my dad could buy you and you could do whatever, you'd have to do whatever I said. And at this point, Tom's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, uh, that, that's, that's really illegal. What? And, and then Ben's like, my, my dad's going to sue you for cheating. At this point, Tom is just kind of like laughing. He's like, okay, so first you threaten that your dad is going to actually buy me, and then he's going to actually sue me for cheating in a fun tag game? Like, dude, do you have any idea how the court systems work, bro? So Ben looks at him and says, you have one, you have one chance left, Tom. You have one chance left to, to admit you're cheating and let me go. And, and, and Tom's like, dude, nope. Like, the two kids with me right now, they also saw that you were obviously cheating. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, no, it's just not happening. And then Ben's like, you'll regret this, and runs off. So anyways, right, Tom doesn't think anything of it. He thinks, like, this kid just had, like, a break. He's not going to tell anyone really about this. Because he's like, you know what? This kid isn't the worst guy ever. He probably just, like, had a, a rough day and just, yeah, this is very bad. Like, he shouldn't have had, like, a breakdown like this. But still, whatever. And he tells the other guys, let's just keep this between us. I don't want to start any unnecessary drama. And let me just say that, like, yeah... Um, he wasn't about to be the one to start anything, but he was about to definitely get into something. So anyways, right, you know, Ben, he finds, like, two or three more people, and there's probably, like, 15 people left, and then, you know, they all have, like, Ben has this timer on his phone, and he sends a message out to, like, this group chat that they're all in, saying, all right, first hour is up, so first day is done, congratulations to everyone who's not been caught yet, uh, meet here at whatever, like, tomorrow at 2 p.m. sharp or whatever, um, you know, anyone who's late will be disqualified and you'll turn into like an it person as well. And he also said there's like six other people that had been, you know, it, like had been gotten or whatever. And he included, you know, Ben in that list. But when he got back home, right, Ben's mom came downstairs and was like, Tom, like, can we talk for a second? And Ben was a little, con or shoot, I messed that up. Yeah, no, Tom's mom, you know, Tom came downstairs and Tom's mom's like, Tom, can we, can we talk for a second? Tom was a little confused because he was like, uh, like, okay, like, normally this is when something bad happens, and Tom's mom's like, uh, I got a really weird phone call, and Tom is starting, just starting to put the puzzle pieces together, he's like, 
No way, dude. And uh, Tom's mom explains that Ben's dad called her and explained that, you know, Ben was very upset. He came back very upset today saying that, you know, Tom cheated really hard and robbed him of a chance to have fun. And Tom, Ben's dad told Tom's mom that basically, right, you know how he kind of like owns everything in the uh, in the town? He said, you know, you guys, you know, until Tom explains to like everyone uh, that, you know, he cheated and lets my son Ben play again, you guys will not be allowed in the, you know, the ice cream shop or the, or the movie theater. And when Tom heard this, he was like, what? Like, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. Because, you know, it was like kind of hitting on him like, damn, like that's really bad too because the thing is like his friends would always like, it, it, it was like the spot, like getting ice cream and going to the movies was like the other thing that they did when they weren't like playing like, I don't know, video games or tag or whatever over the summer. So he's like, oh my God, like that really sucks. Like I really like that. But mom, you have to understand I didn't cheat. And she's like, you know, like Tom, I believe you. Like obviously this is crazy. And she's like, I, I don't know what to do. So what Tom does next is he gets in contact with everyone playing the game minus Ben and explains what happens. And also the two kids that were it with Tom when they saw, you know, Tom obviously get Ben chimed in as well to say that, you know, Tom obviously got Ben and they saw it very clearly. But when he explained it to everyone, everyone was like, what? Like, this is the craziest thing ever, dude. So speaking of being banned from the ice cream shop, uh, today's word is ice cream, so comment ice cream down below, and I'll try and hard as many as I can. I I'm very busy over the next couple days, like incredibly busy, so the fact that I'm getting two videos out is I'm pretty proud of, but I'm going to hard as many comments as I can, but please don't take it personally if I don't get to your comment. And also, uh, leave a like on today's video right now to receive absolutely nothing. I know I'm not even, this is, this is not a joke, guys. Like, I'm legitimately, like, you'll receive nothing if you leave a like, and if you want to I my generosity has no bounds because if you don't want to receive just one nothing but you want to receive two nothings go down while you're leaving a like in the video and turn on those beautiful beautiful notifications and uh, yeah you'll actually receive nothing dude not even joking so what ends up happening next is you know um tom's mom tom's mom's pretty cool and she comes up with a pretty good plan so what she ends up doing is tom's mom contacts all the other parents of all the other kids that were playing with Tom minus Ben, right? So obviously Ben's dad is not involved in this. Tom's mom explains everything, and all the parents agree that that is insane and kind of an abuse of power. And what they're thinking right now is, if this is like, we can't let this happen, because if we let this be like a, if we allow this precedent to occur, or like if we allow this to be a thing that can happen once, what's stopping like, you know, Ben's dad from having that, like, you know, basically banning someone whenever they do something that, you know, he's not a fan of. Like, that's a really powerful weapon. Like, we can't let him use that against him. So all the parents come together, and what they decide to do is they're going to send Ben's dad an email saying, like, it doesn't, like, one, you know, Tom didn't cheat, but it doesn't even matter if Tom cheated or not. Like, the fact that, you know, you're going to, like, ban someone, like, because, like, their kids got a disagreement from using, you know, the ice cream or movie theater is insane. Basically telling him that they're not going to go to his ice cream shop, and they're not going to go to the, his movie theater, and they're going to also come together and tell all their friends that live in the town to not go until he, you know, drops this claim and apologizes, another thing, and also says that he'll never do it again. And, uh, yeah, they sent a, a strongly worded email with quite a lot of power behind it. And the thing was, it wasn't the largest town ever. They weren't in a massive city. So, you know, you know, all the kids that were playing, you know, all their parents kind of knew everyone else in the town, basically. So by doing this and successfully, they would probably reduce traffic and customers to, um, you know, Ben's parents, uh, 
restaurant and business or whatever by probably like 80, 90%. So it was a pretty, pretty, pretty powerful claim. Anyways, right, you know, that night, that night of the whole thing going down, the parents come together and they send that message to Tom's dad and they all, they basically all sign it and it's like proof that they're not bluffing, right? And so the next day a tag happens and Ben is not invited back because basically it's like a text email, a text list saying where the new tag location will be because they kind of move it around. And, you know, ben, I don't think Ben was going to show up anyways because of the whole thing going down, but Ben was definitely not invited. But, you know, the whole tag thing, you know, it ends after two days and there's a new winner or whatever, but there's no word back from, you know, from Ben's dad and everyone's getting a little worried that he's going to blow them off and go through with it and then have all this massive power. But eventually, right... Three days after the email sent out, you know, Tom's mom calls him down. She's like, Tom, come down here. We got a response. Comes down. You know, Tom goes to, like, where his mom is. And his mom's at the computer, looks at the, e- uh, at the computer. And on the computer is Tom, uh, Tom's mom's email, right? And they open up the email, and there's a message from Ben's dad basically formally apologizing, saying that, you know, he was just upset because his son was upset and that it's not okay that what he said and that, you know, everyone, you know, that everyone in the email basically says, you know, you show this email to someone at the counter and you get one scoop free on me. And uh, Tom was like, a free scoop of ice cream? Let's go, baby. You know those kids that when they're in an argument and they're starting to lose, they'll like bring up, oh, uh, my mom does, or my dad is, or like something like that, or my my dad works for, or my dad's a lawyer, man, or just imagine those kids, right? Imagine that kid. Multiply them by 100, and you have today's spoiled brat. Enjoy the story. So the subscriber who sent in the story, and by the way, you can send in stories too to my Instagram in the description, be featured on the channel, love to see it. Let's just call this kid Jake, right? Anyways, Jake, good kid. And uh, in, in Jake's class, right, in Jake's class, there was a kid who was uh, kind of the the worst kid ever. I'm just kidding, I'm sure that there's someone worse, but uh, he was the spoiled brat kid that I gave a brief description for in the beginning. Let's call this guy Thomas, right, Thomas. Um, and then just there's another girl in the class, and this girl, her name's Emma. Emma's pretty crucial to the story, but that'll become a little bit more apparent in just a second. Anyways, right, so just a little backstory before we go into what Thomas did, his crazy mental breakdown explosion, uh, calling the, you know, my dad on literally everything, and whatever, right, you'll see in a second. But a little bit of a backstory, right? So Jake, the kid who sent in the story, and this girl Emma, they, they pretty obviously had feelings for each other, like they were always like friends, but it was very clear that like, they were not about to stay friends for long. They were either going to have a massive explosion and never talk to each other ever again, or they were gonna like date, marry, have six kids, send two kids off to college, start a Roth IRA, start mining Bitcoin as all couples do. You know, it was gonna be either or. And it was really looking like Jake was gonna ask her out pretty soon. Like everybody in the class knew this, except Thomas because, uh, you know, Thomas didn't have a lot of friends, so we'll put it that way. But it was kind of, it was kind of, due to him being a jerk face. Uh, I, I don't know how else to put it, man. I don't know how else to put it. It, it just is what it is. Anyways, right, so, you know, um, Jake, he's in class one day. And, you know, at this point, he kind of has, like, plans to ask Emma out at some point this week, right? He knows he's going to do it. And the thing is, like, everybody knows he's going to do it, too. Even, like, Emma is, like, 98% sure because people who talk to Jake talk to her. You know, secrets, they don't last long. 
Secrets are no fun unless you share them with me, not anyone else, just me. But anyways, right, so he was kind of thinking about this in the back of his head, so he was kind of having a good time. It was a fun week. Things were looking good. But then, the, you know, this kid Thomas, right? Thomas had a reputation for being that kid who was like, never, no one ever said no, right? He had a lot of, uh, you know, resources and completely abused them, right? He would come in and he would like, if someone had like something new, he would get the new thing plus one or like with more storage or just slightly new newer or slightly cooler and while he wouldn't like blatantly like I've talked about kids in the past that have blatantly been like haha my phone is better than yours because it has like it's slightly bigger or has like another camera or something or it's newer Thomas would never be that blatant about it but it was very apparent that whenever someone got something that Thomas the next day would get something that was just a little bit better that it was 100% on purpose like this kid was definitely knew what he's doing so one day when Jake was in class and remember he's at this point kind of planning to ask out Emma Emma knows the whole class knows the teacher knows like I know what this bomb is can I have no idea who these people are but anyways right they kind of know it, and he's chilling in class one day, and he overhears, you know, Thomas. Thomas is going on one of his little rants. Because while Thomas wasn't always blatant about being a jerk, he was, he could be very arrogant at times, such as like a like couple weeks ago, he was like, guys, I'm not even gonna study for this test, man. I'm literally just, I, I'm just born different. And uh, he, Thomas claimed to get 100 on the test, but, you know, the thing is, one of the classmates did a little bit of an investigation by themselves and figured out that Thomas got a 42, um, which, you know, look, these things happen, right? You try and avoid those. Sometimes tests are hard, but you never go around saying that you got a 100. I mean, maybe you're like, oh, dude, I got a C on that test and you actually, like, failed it. I can, I'm fine with that. Like, whatever, dude. But don't go around saying you got a 100 when you got a 42 or something. I don't know. Anyways, right, so Thomas was going on one of his little rants. And Jake decided to overhear what Thomas's rant was. And it was, uh, it was, it was very kind of like awkward yet pretty funny for Jake because uh, Thomas was talking about how Emma was in love with him. And at first Jake was like, bro, what? And Thomas was talking really loudly to this kid and he was like, yeah, Emma, she's in love with me, man. She just can't, she, I, I see her all the time. She's looking over at me with these eyes, eyes of desire. And like, that's a quote, by the way. Like, sometimes I like, I make up the lines for what these people are saying, because I didn't get like a 50 page script, but that one was a quote, right? This was a quote, right? Jake told, or, you know, the subscriber who we're calling Jake said that like, this kid actually said like eyes, eyes of like desire or something crazy like that. So at this point, Jake is like, LOL, like what? And yeah, you know, Thomas, the kid, the spoiled brat kid, who you will see have a epic meltdown in just a second. Just give me a second, right? This kid then goes on to say that he's going to ask out Emma and that there's a 100% chance that she's going to say yes. And at this point, Jake is like, all right, I'm trying to find the, uh, the betting house so I can make a bet on this 100% bet because I, I could probably get a pretty good, you know, pretty good reward for that, like probably some pretty good odds or the odds would be terrible if it's really 100%. And I will definitely make some money on this bet. That's all I'm gonna say. But anyways, right, so Jake was sitting there, he's like, that's funny, haha. He didn't actually think Thomas was gonna go through with it, because Thomas in the past had made a lot of like very, very big claims. He's a he's a he he's that he's that kid who always like says things, but never really does them, right? He never really ends up like following through with the stuff. But uh, you know, anyways, they get out of class and they're walking down the hallway. And, you know, Jake, the subscriber, he sees Emma, and Emma's like, oh, hi, hi, Jake, how's it going? And uh, Jake is like, um, Emma, can we talk for a second? Because Jake was thinking to himself, he's like, you know what, 
I think I should just ask her out now. Like, I don't want her to, like, feel, like, to say yes to this kid just because she feels bad and then it's weird. And he said also, like, why am I stringing her on? Like, why am I making this longer than it needs to be? So what he did is he did it really private, nothing really crazy, and he just took her side and he's like, hey, you know, we've been having a really, you know, really good time together. Like, I've really enjoyed spending time with you. And he's like, I feel like we're not really friends right now and I want to make it official. And she was like all smiley and happy, man. You know, I really have to make this part up because I don't have a lot of experience when it comes to, you know what, I'm not even gonna go to that, man. One like equals one prayer for, you know, my love life, but whatever, dude. You know, Jake says something really sweet, like, I don't know, your feet are hot, LOL, XD. He says something like really sweet and just something a girl wants to hear, like what I just said. By the way, guys, feel free to use that banger on someone. It will 100% work. I'm as confident that it's gonna work, that I am as confident that this kid's not gonna have a complete mental breakdown, and by mental breakdown, I mean Thomas having a complete rage, but anyways, right? That's a joke. Don't actually use that line. I'm not I'm not liable if you get rejected or punched in the face Don't actually use that line guys. Anyways, right? So, you know, Jake, you know, he asked out Emma and guess what? Emma said yes, not a surprise not a surprise at all. But anyways, right? So, you know, they're walking out and you know Good news, you know, you know, Jake just asked out Emma. She said yes He's having a good time people are like, you know, Emma goes up to her group of friends and starts telling them like Ooh, you know, kind of like, you know, it kind of fun, like high school drama stuff like that. Like, oh, yay, congrats, guys, whatever. Um, but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Thomas is not aware of this fact. I mean, first of all, she'd never say yes to Thomas because he's kind of a jerk. But Thomas, Thomas, good guy, Tom, actually, not, not, not a good guy, but you know, Thomas, right? He's not aware of this. Anyways, right, so you get out to the hall, and uh, Jake is somewhere, like, Jake is kind of near, like, he's he's in the hallway, because it's, like, in between classes or whatever, or it's, like, during a free, whatever. I don't know exactly the context, but for some reason, a bunch of kids were just, like, chilling somewhere. Maybe it's the hall, maybe it's out of, like, recess, maybe it's a common area. Either way, imagine a place where all these kids are at, and Thomas is there, and he sees Emma, and he's like, hey, Emma, can I talk to you for a second? And here's the thing, right? Emma was totally aware, like, when Jake, like, called her aside, she knew exactly what was happening, because they had been kind of, like, talking for a week like that, you know, like, they, they had kind of been like that for a while. Either way, right, so when Thomas calls Emma aside, she had no idea what to expect. She had never talked to this kid before. You know, the whole, like, Thomas telling people that she was, she was in love with him. That, now that just wasn't, that just wasn't true, man. <laughs> that just was not true. Anyways, right, so Thomas, he calls Emma aside, and but he calls her aside, not really. Like, Jake, like, actually brought her to, like, a different place. Um, Thomas did this in front of actually everyone. He went up to her, and he's like, hey. And she's like, uh, what's up? And, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, you've been totally looking at me recently with these, like, these eyes. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Will you be my girlfriend? And he just kind of like looks at her with like these eyes, he's like, huh? Will you? What do you say? What do you say? And she's like, she, oh, okay, here's the thing. She wouldn't have said yes anyways, but she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And at this point, his face drops. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm actually, I'm actually just got a relationship with someone. And he's like, who? Yeah, and Emma's like, yeah, you know, you know, Jake. And he's like, what? 
and, and she's like, yeah, I know Jake just asked me out and we're, you know, we, we just got together like literally today. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like I, I just got into a relationship. Obviously she's using this as a cop out cause she was going to say no anyways. So this is like the nicest way she can say no. But, and, and, and then the, the, the thing is though, Thomas, Thomas doesn't take this well. The way that Thomas perceived this whole thing going down was that no, 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 no. She didn't say no because like he was undateable or because she didn't want to. She said no because she really wanted to. She wanted him, but she simply couldn't because she was stuck in a relationship with Jake. And this made Thomas so mad. And you could see his face get so red and he took his little hand and he like balled it up in a fist and he was like, where is Thomas? I'm really bad at this whole name thing. Of course, Thomas didn't say, where is Thomas? Thomas said, where is Jake? And Jake like just happened to like walk in, like just wherever they were, hallway, room, whatever, or just gathering place. He just happened to like walk in as that was happening. And he looks up and he sees like Emma, his girlfriend of like 25 minutes at this point, right? And then like Thomas, the kid that like he knew that was like, kind of like weird and kind of like out of this, like just lived in a different planet, looking at him with this like face of rage. And Jake was just like, oh boy. Uh, speaking of rage, uh, today's keyword or special or secret phrase or whatever you want to call it is rage. So yeah, if you made it this far into the video, comment rage down below. I'll be hearting as many of those comments as I see. I obviously can't get to them all, but I will do my very best to try and heart as many as I can. So if you want to farm some hearts on the channel, maybe get top commenter. Best shot of that happening is by commenting rage down below. Also, every once in a while, I'll shout out a channel member who leaves a comment on the video. So yeah, on screen, thank you very much. You guys can also become a channel member by hitting the join button, but honestly, you guys don't have to do that. I just appreciate you watching this far. I really do. And also to show you my gratitude, every single person who leaves a like on today's video, just dropping a like on the video will receive nothing. I know you're probably just like, if you're standing up, you fell down. If you're sitting in a seat, you literally collapsed out of your seat. It's a fantastic deal. Leaving a like in the video and you get nothing. I'm going to leave a like right now. Anyways, right. So where we left off was uh, Thomas just got rejected by Emma. And in, in, in Thomas's mind, it is Jake's fault. Emma actually is still in love with him, but uh, it, it's all because of Jake. He can't have her because of Jake. He like goes up to Jake and he's like, bro. And, and Jake's like, what's up, dude? He's like, bro, bro, do you want to fight? <laughs> I love it when people are just like, do, do you want to fight, man? Like, no, N no one wants to fight. No one's gonna box you. You're not KSI and Logan Paul. No one's gonna watch it. Just why, dude? Like, whatever, right, tangent. He's like, do, do you wanna fight, bro? And Jake's like, dude, what? And, and, and then Thomas is like, yo, Emma rejected me because of you. Uh, and Jake's like, dude, she rejected you because you're a jerk. Jake had no filter, right? Uh, like, good kid, but like no filter. He's like, you're always annoying, you're always bragging about stuff, you're always full of it. Like, even if she wasn't with me, like unlucky to you, but even if she wasn't with me, she would have said no. And at this point, Thomas just goes berserk. And he just like, he just looks at Jake and he's like, you know, you know what my dad does? And at this point, Jake is like, dude, I do not care. And Thomas is like, no, he is a very good lawyer and he's gonna sue you, dude. And Jake is just looking at him, just completely just flabbergasted. Just like, did this kid just say that his dad is actually going to sue me because my girlfriend 
denied his like his love application what the fu what like at this point he th kind of thought it was a joke but no this he looked at this kid this thomas he could see it in this kid's thomas's eyes right this was no joke this kid was mad and he was like yeah my, my, my dad's gonna sue you man he's gonna sue you you're gonna have nothing left your mom's gonna have nothing left your dad's gonna have nothing left your sister's gonna have nothing left your dog's gonna have nothing left and then you're, you're gonna collapse and die of a heart attack out of pain and sadness and whatever and then your grave is gonna have nothing left he was just going off and off and off and jake is like okay and he and that made thomas so mad he was like this will be the last of it, Jake. And he just like storms off. And at this point, the whole class is just like, what the f- what just- what? And Emma's just like, okay. And Jake's like, you know what? Do you want to go on our first date tonight? Do you want to get out of here? It was like close to the end of school anyways. And Emma's like, yeah, I think I will. Today I have a story time of probably the most entitled spoiled kid I've ever received. And you guys know I've covered a lot of entitled spoiled kids on the channel. In fact, there's probably like 10 plus stories of them. And this is probably the most entitled child I've ever seen or have ever received a story for. So this one's quite a doozy. So sit back, relax, grab something to drink, grab something to eat. I don't know, man, some popcorn, some water, stay hydrated and let's get right into it. So this story was sent in by a subscriber and we're gonna call the subscriber Dan. By the way, I get names from the comment section, and I also get stories from you guys sent in via my Instagram. It's in the description. Anyways, right? So the subscriber who we're calling Dan, he went to this thing that's called like a, a, a video games camp. I've never heard of them. I know that my mom would never actually send me to something like this uh, because she'd always want me to, you know, go outside, be in the woods, which I, I do respect that. I, I do respect that, but apparently, like, at this camp, like, you'd go, you'd bring your gaming laptop or whatever, assuming you didn't have a gaming desktop, and you'd be able to, like, play with other kids, and parents would drop them off for the day or whatever. I personally never heard of these, but it actually sounds kind of cool. I bet if I was a kid, I would have liked it. And so, yeah, anyways, right, the subscriber, his name is Dan, his parents decided to sign him up for this one-week, like, video games camp or whatever, where the kids, the idea was, instead of having your kids at home playing games, they'd at least be with each other, be with other kids in person, they'd be able to meet new people, it'd be like, they'd be looked after, taken care of, you know, they'd do some activities together that weren't games, I guess that's, like, the premise behind it, I don't really understand it, but it sounds pretty cool. But anyways, right, Dan, you know, it's his first day, he brings his gaming laptop or whatever, and his mouse, and his all in the backpack, he also brings a lunch. His mom's driving him in, and, you know, mom drops him off, you know, says goodbye, I'll see pick you up at, like, five or whatever. And so Dan goes to, like, the front desk, and the front desk goes, hey, you know, like, welcome, what's your name? He says, my name's Dan. They say, alright, we're gonna give you a little, like, little sticker, a little name tag, and, uh, yeah, so you can actually go there, sit in, like, the waiting room type thing. It wasn't actually like a waiting room. It was just kind of like a room where all the other kids were there. So Dan went over and he, you know, he walked over and he sat with the other kids and, you know, they were talking a little bit. And the instructor's like, hi guys, like what games do you want to play? And, you know, a lot of them, some of them said like, I don't know, CSGO. Some of them said like, I, I don't even know what they said, but Dan was a kid who really did enjoy Minecraft, especially kind of like the competitive player versus player aspect of Minecraft. And he found a group of like four or five other kids that also wanted to play that with him. So anyways, right, you know, they, you know, he goes and talks to the other kids that like Minecraft, and there's this one kid who's got like, I don't know, these like, he's wearing one of those like, 
Supreme or Bape hoodies, which there's nothing wrong with wearing that, but it's just like interesting because he's like, these kids are like probably 10 at the time. So, you know, they're like, oh my God, like the closest thing that like I know Dan could ever like get to something like that would be like Supreme socks or something. But he was like, it was just something to like notice. It was just something to notice. And this kid who is wearing the, the Bape hoodie or the Supreme sweatshirt or whatever, uh, we're going to call this guy Steve, right? So Steve is going to be the main, you know, antagonist in the story. Uh, I'm assuming that's the bad guy. I think protagonist good, antagonist bad. I don't know, man. Uh, English class was not my strong suit, especially when it came to the stories that I definitely read. I definitely read all the books I was assigned. 100% mom. Uh, 100% mom, if you're listening, I definitely did read all those books. 1,000%. Anyways, right, so, you know, he's talking with his new friends or whatever, and they're talking about Minecraft. And eventually, they're like, the instructor comes over to Dan, Steve, and the other kids saying, like, oh, all right, guys, like, we have a table set up for you guys, so, you know, get set up, and, you know, we'll facilitate you guys playing games with each other. Once again, just a little side note for me, where was this when I was a kid? No, seriously, like, what even is this? This sounds kind of fun. Anyways, right, so they all go into this room, and they kind of set up their gaming setups, and Dan has, like, a normal, and all the other kids besides Steve, they all have kind of, like, not budget setups, but they don't have the most expensive setup ever, man, because look, their parents aren't going to drop crazy money on their kids' gaming things. It is what it is. Like, it, like I remember I was playing with, like, a, a, a an old MacBook Air for a very long time. I, even if you go back to some of my older videos, you'll see my gameplays in, like, 24 frames per second because I was just on a very old, like, crappy MacBook Air that was good for, like, editing Word documents, but was absolutely terrible for anything else. And, uh, yeah, obviously, as you can tell by my frames, I got a newer MacBook recently. No, I am still using a MacBook, but uh, somehow I get these frames. I get comments all the time being like, oh, my God, the frames. Dude, it's a MacBook Pro. I don't know. It works really well for Minecraft, dude. I don't know what to say. Anyways, right, so they pull out their computers, and they're kind of like budget computers, until Steve, right, the kid who's kind of like going to be having a bit of a crazy mental breakdown in a second. It's pretty bad, but anyways, right, except for this kid Steve, who pulls out like the newest, most high-tech gaming setup ever, and you know, he's telling them the specs when he pulls it out. He's like, I, look, I'm not super technical, so I can't really say exactly what these specs are, but he basically is like, flexing the specs of his computer as he's pulling it out. He's like, this is the new whatever, whatever with X gigabytes of storage or whatever. Basically, the most expensive version you can get um, to an extent. And all the other kids are kind of just like, okay, bro. Like, I mean, they're kind of like in awe of the computer, but they're also like, all right, bro, we get it. You have a better setup than us. Like, it is what it is. And Dan was kind of just like, I know this kid's got good stats or whatever, but I'm still going to absolutely beat his ass. Like, it is what it is. Like, this is just, I don't care how many frames he gets. I don't care how smooth it is. I don't care how good his mouse tracking is. I don't care how much DPI or whatever. I don't even care, dude. I'm still going to beat this kid. So anyways, right, Steve is like, you know, unpacking his entire setup. And he has like, I don't know, like ice cooling in like a very specific like a fancy metal case and has all this storage and has this really like nice keyboard that makes really nice sounds like one of those like really expensive mechanical keyboards i don't know something like tfue would get like customized this man like at least five to ten bands on this one gaming setup that obviously right he's like 12 so obviously he didn't buy it himself unless he has like he dropped like an nft rock collection and made like millions but that's pretty unlikely i'm pretty 
pretty like Dan is just pretty sure that you know Steve's parents bought this all for him. Um, but anyways, right, Steve is done unveiling the whole setup. And, you know, at this point, looking at Dan's setup and all the other kids' setups, they had, like, a super-budget laptop with almost no storage that got max, like, 40 frames on Minecraft with, like, an office mouse and, like, a dusty keyboard. Bro, that's what I was rocking for a very long time, including when I had, like, 100,000 subs on a YouTube channel. So, look, I can respect that. I respect the people that play with, like, 30 FPS because I was there, bro. It's hard, but, like, I don't know, man. It's doable. All I'm going to say is it's doable. But anyways, right, you know, Dan is kind of just like, all right, bro. Like, he started to, like, you know, he started to smack talk him a little bit. And Dan was like, all right, bro, you got a good setup, but uh, doesn't mean you're going to win. In fact, I'm going to beat you when I only get 30 frames per second. And Steve kind of looks at him like, yeah, right, buddy. Let's play. So the next sequence of events escalates really quickly, and I don't want to interrupt it then. So I'm just going to do the secret word of the day kind of early and ask you guys to comment spoiled if you made it this far, which I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you are. I'll try and heart some comments to say spoiled, but I can't get to all of them. And also, while you're down there, leave a like on the video as you'll receive nothing in return. And that's a pretty good deal. Also, turn on notifs. I post stories every single day. And anyways... Let's get into the, uh, the, the showdown of this spoiled kid probably having the most epic meltdown of all time. Anyways, right, so Dan and Steve, basically, there's, there's like six kids there, so they decide to do a Bed Wars 4v4. Obviously, there's not eight kids there, but they go into parties of three, and they do like a 4v4, and they're playing each other. And at the first round, Dan and Steve are on the same team. And Steve is noticing that Dan is pretty good. And, you know, Dan is noticing that Steve is pretty okay. Like, Steve has the greatest setup ever, but he's just not that great. And, you know, Dan starts, even though they're on the same team, Dan, the subscriber, is kind of smack-talking a little bit. And he's like, ah, my man, my back, my back. And Steve kind of looks over like, what's up? He's like, oh, my back, it hurts so much from carrying you. And Steve's like, mm. Steve starts getting a little upset by that. So they keep on playing, and Dan and Steve, their team, beats the other team pretty handily. So at this point, right, Steve is like, all right, if you want to keep smack-talking, like, let's have a 1v1. And Dan's like, all right, bro, yeah, 1v1 me, dude. Like, let's do it. Let's, let's roll it. Let's play it. And so anyways, right, Dan and Steve, they queue up into a 1v1 against each other. And, you know, the match, I, I don't know exactly what it was. It could have been, like, a Bed Wars 1v1. I don't know how they do that. Maybe a private game. I'm pretty sure Steve had MVP++. But anyways, maybe it was, like, I don't know, a duels match, UHC. I, I don't even know what it was. But anyways, right, Dan was absolutely smacking Steve. Like, even, like, harder than, you know, Steve, like, that Dan expected. Dan knew that he was better than Steve and better than Steve by a pretty decent margin. But, man, like... Dan was obliterating Steve, and Steve was getting angrier and angry. And at one point, right, Steve is like, "This guy's cheating! This guy's cheating!" And the other and the other kids, like they they're looking, and they're like, "No, dude, he's not cheating. He's just really that good." And then Steve is like, "No, no, no, I, I, I don't believe it, man. I that, that's impossible." And at one point, right, the thing that really sets Steve off, and the thing that really sets Steve off on his like crazy raid rampage tangent thing, is when one of the kids said, "Like, wow, Steve, like." You have the better, like, equipment, but Dan is just simply better than you. At that point, Steve couldn't take it. Steve starts getting so mad, he's like, this kid's cheating. This kid's cheating. And, you know, the other kids are like, no, bro, he's not cheating. I don't know what to say. And then Dan's like, all right, final 1v1 for all the marbles. At this point, Steve is very, very angry. And he says, give me a second. Give me a second. And at this point, Dan's like, uh, why do you need a second? He's like, my, my thing, I need to reboot it. There's a glitch. At this point, right, 
Dan's a little suspicious because, you know, Steve has the best equipment, right? He has the top tier equipment. No way that Minecraft is overheating his like top of the game, top of the line gaming computer. There's not a shot. So anyways, right, Dan is a little suspicious, but he doesn't really say anything or do anything. And eventually, after about, like, five minutes, you know, Dan logs into the game, or Steve logs in, and he's like, alright, fight me, bro. So, right, you know, Dan sends him a duel request, they hop into a duel, and Steve is immediately much better. And Dan's a little suspicious by this. He's getting some hits from places he really shouldn't be able to. So Dan's like, bro, like, oh, you got a lot better, like, were you holding back? And Steve's like, yeah, man, I, I was just trying to get your confidence down. I was just trying to get you in mid-sentence of, like, kind of, like, beginning to smack talk Dan. You know, Dan is just in the game, and he notices Steve just pops away, like, just, boop, disappears. And Dan wins the duel instantly. He's like, wait a minute. And one of the kids runs over to see Steve's screen, and it says that Steve has been banned for cheating. In that time that Steve, like, was like, oh, I need to reboot my computer, he just downloaded a cheating client, bro. He legitimately downloaded a cheating client because he's getting wrecked so hard by Dan. At this point, right, Steve is like, he didn't say anything because he's a little embarrassed. And Dan's like, wait, bro, wait, bro, were you cheating? Was that why you're better than me? Of course you can't be better than me without cheating, right? Dan really went in on Steve because, like, right... Dan didn't really like Steve from the start because Steve was kind of like a bit of like, you know, he was always bragging, he was always showing off. And the fact that like Steve had to go down to like the depths of actually cheating to like be better than Dan, like Dan just thought that was so funny. So everyone starts laughing. And while they're all laughing, Steve starts getting mad. Steve gets really mad and he's like, that's not true. This was a, this was a false ban. They didn't mean to do it. And then one of the kids goes over to Steve's computer, which is still open, and they're like, Yo, what's that client open down in the corner? And they point to the corner, and there's an obvious hack client that was, like, just installed five seconds ago. And Steve's like, that's nothing! That's a Word document! And he's like, dude, that's not a Word document! He's like, ah! At this point, right, Steve has a complete mental breakdown. He's like, you don't understand! I hate this game! And then Steve just takes his fist and slams it right into his computer. Breaks the screen computer completely gone so he just punches the computer screen at this point all the other kids including dan just go silent and steve is like ah continues on his rage picks up his computer and chucks it across the room and just hits the wall and just explodes like uh, like this was kind of a fragile computer because there were so many parts to it and parts went flying everywhere and dan is like this is unfair this is rigged and he takes the table right he takes the table with everyone's gaming computers on it and flips the table. At this point, everyone was like, this kid did not just do that. Because everyone's computers on the table flew off as well. And when Steve did that, he ran out of the room. So now Dan and all of his friends are just there. They run to their computers. They're like, oh my god, shoot, 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 shoot. And they look at it, and there's not a lot of damage. Like, thankfully, they all landed pretty good. But, like, Dan, his screen was a little bit cracked. Another kid, like, his computer was not functioning that well. Like, it wasn't good. So at this point, right, Dan and the other kids, they, like, signal to one of the counselors. And the counselor comes over and is just kind of, like, has this shocked expression. And, you know, they basically explain what happens, and, you know, there's also, like, video cameras for some reason, so if for any reason the counselors didn't believe what the kids were saying, they could always check the cameras, and eventually those cameras did come into good use in just a second. But anyways, right, you know, the camp counselors, they, they, they try and find Steve, but Steve has locked himself into one of the stalls of the bathroom. And is not coming out. Even the counselors counselors are like, Steve, 
come out at this minute, like, or we're going to call your mom. And he didn't care. He stayed in the, you know, he just was like, nope, I'm staying in the bathroom. So eventually, right, the counselors, they end up calling Steve's mom and they explain what happens. And Steve's mom, who realizes that she's about to have to pay for all these kids, like, computers to be fixed. She's going to have to pick up her kid from work. She's probably going to have to, like, be guilt-tripped into, like, buying her kid another gaming setup. She just doesn't want to believe it. She's like, no, that can't be my kid. It must be a mistake. And hangs up. And the the counselors are like, no, 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 we're not dealing with this, bro. We're not dealing with this. So anyways, they call her again, and they're like, do you want it? Like, And, and they're like, we're 100% sure it was your kid. And she's like, prove it. And they said, okay, meet us. When can you meet us? And she said, I don't believe you. I'll, I'll be there in 30 minutes. Like, and, it, and if it's not your, if, it, if there's no proof, if you can't prove it to me, like, uh, I'm going to sue you guys. Obviously an empty threat, but whatever. Because she was like, really, like, she's really just convincing herself that it wasn't her kid. Spoiler, it was her kid. But anyways, right, so uh, Steve's mom gets there. And at this point, Dan and the other kids are looking at their computers and they're not really working that well. Probably going to need a lot of, like, damage. Like, there's a lot of damage to them and they'll need to be fixed. So anyways, right, the uh, cam counselor sits down, Steve's mom, and is like, hi, and she's like, show me this, like, I'm, I'm ready to get out of here, I know it's not actually my son, like, obviously there's a mistake, and the camp counselor says, hi, Steve's mom, like, we actually have footage of it, we have security cameras, and he rings up the security camera footage, and Steve's mom is watching as Steve punches his computer, throws his computer against the wall, and then flips the table and runs out of the room. And at this point, she's just in tears. She's like, I didn't know my son could do this. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. And looks at, like, Dan and the other kids. He's like, and she's like, I will definitely, like, just give me your computers. Like, I'll pay for the expenses. I'll have it done with them by the end of the week. She looks at the camp counselor like, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't believe my son did this. Where is he now? And the camp counselors, the camp counselor is like, well, Steve's in the bathroom right now and he refuses to come out. At this point, Steve's mom is like, oh, he'll come out. Point right, Steve's mom runs into the men's bathroom and the camp counselor is like, oh, ma'am, I don't think you can go in that, but it's just completely cut off. It's like, Steve's mom is just screaming like, what did you do? It just goes in there, bursts into the stall. Thank God it wasn't some random kid because she just ripped open the stall door. I mean, those hinges on the do- on like stall doors are never really that good. But she just bursts into one of them, grabs her son by the scruff of his shirt, walks him out of there, and says, "I'm so sorry. Please send me the like. Please send me the tab or send me the bill or whatever." And she just walks out of there with her son and drives off. So yeah, the camp counselor goes up to Dan and his friends. Is like, guys. I, I don't even know what to say. Like, this has never happened before. Just uh, tally up, like, whatever expenses, like, this cost you guys. We'll forward them to, like, Steve's mom. And, like, feel free to, like, come here for the rest of the week, like, uh, free of charge. We'll refund you. I'm sure our parent company will be happy to do that. And maybe we can even put it on Steve's mom's bill as well. But I don't know what you guys are going to do for the rest of the day. Uh, maybe you can ask other kids if you can use their gaming setups, but I'm just so, so sorry this happened. But yeah, that was the story of the most entitled kid ever. Pretty crazy, right? Subscribe if you haven't already, and now go watch another video. There's some on screen, someone recommended, go watch it, and I'll be very happy.